you remember last week, of course you remember last week, I, I was trying to emphasize that there's this shocking idea that Jesus was a revolutionary and that part of his earthly ministry was to shake things up and that he had as part of his mission to lead us into an uncharted land of new life, new experience, new expectations. He was a pioneer. So if, rem if we remember that revolutionary element in last week's readings, it should come as no surprise to find that today's lessons not only predict changes in our expectations and actions, but they give us an example of Jesus behaving in a way that contradicts his own traditions and laws. Today's lesson from the prophet Isaiah includes a section about honoring the Sabbath. If you refrain from trampling the Sabbath, from pursuing your own interests on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways, serving your own interests, or pursuing your own affairs, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride upon the heights of the earth. And yet in today's reading from the Gospel of St. Luke, we hear of a confrontation between Jesus and an official of the synagogue about whether it's proper for Jesus to heal a woman on the Sabbath. Are we to learn from this conflict of ideas that Jesus is breaking the law? Or are we to learn from this disagreement that Jesus is issuing a new law? At many times and places in the history of the church, there have been people who taught that the Sabbath must be kept absolutely free from any personal pleasures, from work, from anything thought frivolous or highly personal. In the US, there were laws well into the 20th century against opening any business on Sunday. There could be no concerts, no dances, no theatrical performances. In many places, there was no newspaper printed on Sunday. I had a high school classmate who went to UCLA and became an All-American linebacker, and he refused to play professional football because they played on Sunday. And that's within living memory. Mine, anyway. <laughs> Some literalist Protestants and Orthodox Jews still believe that no work should be done on the Sabbath. No food should be cooked, no crops picked, no building of any sort should be undertaken on the Lord's Day. They take the admonitions of the Second Commandment very seriously and absolutely. The only Sabbath action that was to be associated was to be associated with rest and contemplation, with church attendance and with the reading of scripture or other religious writings. For some Christians, that meant you walked to church, no machinery could be used. And for some Jews, even the synagogue had to be within a limited distance from your home. Yet we have a number of passages in the Gospels where Jesus defies not just the commandments of Moses, but also the laws of behavior found throughout the Torah. Jesus is at one point criticized because his disciples don't ritually wash their hands before they ate. And again, he's admonished because his disciples go into a field on the Sabbath and pick some grain to eat. In today's Gospel reading, we have a strong example of Jesus' conflict, not just with the law, but with an official of Jewish worship, a leader of the synagogue, the Gospel says. How are we to reconcile this law and this behavior? Jesus has made clear in a number of places that we are to honor God, 
that we are to love God with our hearts and minds and souls and strength. And we know that he will, at the end, commend himself, even at the moment of his execution, to God. So Jesus' apparent dishonoring of the Sabbath cannot be equated with dishonoring God or taking Jewish law lightly. But in today's Gospel reading, Jesus demonstrates that the second part of his new covenant, that we must love our neighbors as ourselves, can stand with equal power to the commandment to honor God. This woman, he points out to his critic, has been crippled for 18 years. Isn't it time she was made straight? She's a daughter of Abraham. She's one of us. She is a Jew. Are you telling me not to heal her? Yet you are the ones with faulty values. You would all untie your livestock and lead them to water every day, even on the Sabbath. Isn't this woman more important than your donkey? You are hypocrites. Jesus told us in last week's gospel reading that he was ready to overturn the world, that he was ready for the revolution. This week's gospel offers us something of a realignment of the old law, and Jesus gives us a powerful example. We're not to operate with blind obedience. We cannot simply read a rule and follow it. We must think. In today's reading from Isaiah, in fact, God has said, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness. And the point of today's lesson, it seems to me, is that the list of rules that must be followed to be an obedient Jew, over 600 in the Hebrew scriptures, has been reduced in a profound and startling way. With Jesus, the number of the directives of our Creator dramatically reduced. And Jesus demonstrates in today's Gospel that it is sometimes necessary to love God by loving our neighbor. These are perhaps not two commandments, but one. Remember when in John's Gospel, Jesus questions Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, Lord, you know I love you. And Jesus says to him, feed my sheep. If you've volunteered at St. Luke's Soup Kitchen, you've seen people who are hungry. You have shared a meal and a table with those who are living rough. These are our brothers and sisters. They are poor. Many have lost their way years ago. They are not homeless or barely housed because they are bad or dishonest or the victims of some outrageous tragedy. They are the woman whose husband beat her and she left him although she no longer had a job. They are the man who was heavily into drugs until about two years ago. He is now clean and free of that demon, but his father, a local Luscatan, is unwilling to forgive him for not being the son he wanted. They are a man so traumatized by the Vietnam War that he is still haunted by the nightmares and the daymares of explosions and violence. Jesus is not simplifying what God demands of us, but he is intensifying it. Think of the weight of the 600 plus rules of the Hebrew scripture and then imagine that weight now residing in two commandments. This is the point. 
and taking on these two rules is a powerful challenge. It is important to keep the Sabbath, but not to the renunciation of loving our neighbors. And we must visit the prisoners and feed the hungry and care for the poor, but not as a substitute for worshiping God on the Sabbath in community. And at the end of the service today, you heard a familiar directive that I think sums up Jesus' new covenant. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen.